0: Books are like keys that can unlock a door. Books are like dreams that you can hold in your hands. Books can be that little hope we need when we don't have any.
1: Yeah, I mean books, Really take you through all parts of your journey. So, here are some of Holla and Melissa's favorite books. Yes, and I'm literally <laughs>
0: clapping and rubbing my hands mm-hmm. together because books have brought me so much joy and uh, it's really something that I do in my leisure time. So, I want to start off with one book that for sure changed my life and literally, like I opened up this piece with, unlocked not only a door, but it was literally it unlocked my subconscious and it really opened me up to this new paradigm of like being spiritual and what does that mean and like what is manifesting and, okay you know, what are all these concepts that we talk about sounds so, juicy
1: what yeah. is it what is so it? The
0: first book is called a new way to be human by like
1: robert it. v taylor i even like the title
0: yeah a new way to be human and and they're just so simple but it talks about programming your choices so like mm-hmm. really being intentional on what you're doing and, and not just like right and not just going with the wind right mm-hmm. so it's holding you accountable uh, it talks about people and it talks about people interaction and about how to just interact pe- with people and meet them with a smile mm-hmm. and just be nice to people. So it's mm-hmm. just that very simple concept of uh, belonging. You know, it talks okay. about belonging, how we all really... Are just wanting to belong in the universe, in the world, in work, in love, and in, in the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this was definitely a good read if you guys ever get to this book. It's really easy to read. It doesn't go too heavy and deep into spirituality, but it just really talks about being a good person. I love the title yeah. A New Way to Be Human Be a Different Good Person.
1: Right. Yeah? Can you imagine there's actually a book out there that tells you how to be a good person? Yeah, <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> it's necessary though. <laughs> yeah but I think
0: I think we need this I think yeah. ultimately these concepts are so like broad and vague for people that when you actually have it in a book it puts things in perspective and it gives you almost like a to-do list right. it gives you like a laundry list of like this is the topic and this is how you get to it right you know and if if that really hits home with you it could really for me just totally 180 my life
1: yeah I really mean it opened
0: me up to a lot of different things so Yes, I definitely give it up to this, this book.
1: Yes, that's kind of what we like to try to do with our podcast too, like kind of give you some tools just like these books um, and like we do with our tips every week. And, you know, if they resonate with you, you'll take them with you and they'll actually change your life and change your perspective and change your thinking. And that's actually the kind of books I like to read most of the time too. Um, not in the, even just the spiritual and the behavioral um, realm, but I'm actually in the middle of reading a book called Made to Stick, and basically you know us as entrepreneurs we have 101 ideas per day (laughs) Uh, so this book is by chip heath and dan heath and basically it talks about how some ideas survive and like others just die So, how to take your idea and manifest it to something that's actually tangible. And which one's thick. And actually successful. Yeah. So, my entrepreneurs out there, you should check that one out. What else you got? I love it. Oh, my God. This is the
0: golden Bible of all books. And Mm -hmm. it's by Eckhart Tolle. He -hmm. has a lot of books. Oh, my God. so Yeah, I like him. Yeah, just amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's called The New Earth. Uh, awakening your life's purpose i love it and we haven't gotten to this in this podcast and i'm really interested in how we dive deep into purpose but that's a whole thing
1: mm-hmm. you know so you
0: can be doing all the things and and living your best life but are you aligned though <laughs> are you aligned though and what is your purpose Yes. so purpose is really important because it allows you to create the life not only that you love but that allows you to live it. Yeah. So a lot of people are living lives that they they don't necessarily love and that they're not aligned with or that it's not in their purpose. Yeah, and that's
1: actually simple. Besides just reading this book, you can really go and follow your intuition. And, I mean, we'll get into a whole episode of this, and we could probably talk about purpose all day because it actually took me a long time to understand that concept but are you feeling fulfilled? Yeah.
0: Are you feeling fulfilled? And again, are you living in your dharma? So a lot mm-hmm. of people to all my yogis out there, this is what we call living in our dharma and it's really living in your life's purpose. Mm-hmm. So meaning you can have a career in radio and TV and wellness and coaching and being an entrepreneur, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're living in your dharma. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're living in your purpose. Right. So this is just a different perspective on how to look at life. A lot of Sometimes people's purpose comes in a very unexpected way mm-hmm. you know for me that's how it came you know my life's purpose really shifted when I gave myself the space to really think about what is purpose what does that mean yep. and when I when I when I found the thing that I was like ah hmm this is this it. This sits right with me. Yeah, like, yeah. this is the purpose. This yeah. is my life's purpose. It, it didn't become, like, the the rat race and the chasing. It just felt so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt so It just felt, felt like so you were good. doing your
1: part. Yeah, and yeah. it was, like, boom, aligned. So, speaking of people who are living in their dharma... Michelle Obama just came out with a book she's actually on tour it's called Becoming and I haven't read it yet but I'm like looking forward to it like I'm just so obsessed with just how she carries herself as a woman as a mother as a career person and all of that and she's just so strong and she's such a symbol of like someone who like is truly 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 the American dream and how that looks like a whole different face than what it could have and would have looked if you know history did not play out you know and um yeah so I just I love can't her. wait I just can't Wait, and i love how she just always no matter where she's at always addresses herself as first just a little girl from the south side i love that yeah i just love it okay
0: can i just compare her to beyonce because this is the thing like
1: i just love powerful Mm women women
0: so when i think of like michelle obama i think of um oprah and i think of beyonce again all three different women in all different paths but Mm -hmm. what do they all have in common they're powerful you know Mm -hmm. they live their life with such purpose and such meaning and they really stand by like they they live what they are Mm -hmm. and I love that like I just nothing annoys me more than just like watching celebrities do their thing and I'm just like,
1: oh, this I'm is right. so fake. Right.
0: You know, and it's just so beautiful. We're moving away from fakeness and we're moving into this paradigm. Yeah. We're of not realness. buying it anymore. Yeah. You need to be real. <laughs> right. We're seeing all through your social media posts and all through the fakeness. Okay. You gotta <laughs> live in your truth. Okay, what else you got for us? Ah, okay, perfect. Um, talking about Oprah, I'm gonna talk about her best friend, yes. Ayana. I love her. I love her. I I love her. I was first introduced to Ayana um, when she had a show on the Oprah Network, um, and it was Ayana Fix My Life. Mm -hmm. And it was so powerful, and it's just like everything she said to these people and these families just really helped them, and she gave them self-love. So Mm -hmm. the book recommendation is called Tapping the Power Within. Okay. Uh, it comes with a CD. It's super awesome. but And she explains everything just really, really simple. But it's talking about owning your own power. Mm-hmm. And again, just like, again, these concepts of purpose and, you know, um, living in your truth. But what is your power? What is your own personal power? And I think I it's really it. important to uh, get people to start thinking that what my power is is different than your power. So I may be successful in something because I'm utilizing my Manapura, my power, right? This chakra here and I'm in my own power, in my own right and that may not be your power. So it doesn't mean that you're going to be bad at what I'm doing. It's just what is your power and how can you use it to help you? Yeah. You know, your power could be maybe your voice. Your power could be um, your influence on people. Somebody else's power could be the complete opposite. Their softness, their, you know, their roundness, like the, the stuff that makes them beautiful beautiful so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tapping into your own power. I think it's that—that's
1: that, yeah. definitely something. Um, and that for I'm my like. entrepreneurs, this is called what's your it factor, right? That's, yes. that's basically what we're talking about. Yeah, here. what is your it factor? Yeah. And how like, do what's you, your how, angle? You know? What is your <laughs> angle? How do you how do
0: you lean into it? Because your angle is not something that's made up. Yeah. This is something that you're born with. This is the gift from God. This is from the divine. This is what you were given. Your mm-hmm. God-given talent. Yeah. Where is it? How do you use it? And it doesn't always show up in I'm gonna use my voice as a singer. Right. I'm gonna be a ballet dancer. Like those are physical talents, but right. what are your re- like? What are your inner talents? And mm-hmm. that may just be the way you communicate with people, the power that you have over them, your conviction
1: in what you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, being a hairdresser, whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah it's you'll your know. power. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, because no one can really take that away from you. Um, so I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of poetry. Um, And one that I read at the end of 2018. I really, really loved it. And I actually met her. Her name is Chloe Wade. Um, I mean, Cleo Wade, I'm sorry. And it's called Heart Talk. And she speaks from such a genuine place. And they're just little short, like, little snippets. But they just make you feel so good. And they're so relatable. And she speaks from, like, a very solid place where... It's called love. It's just literally you should operate always from a place of love, and for your, from your, when you're dealing with yourself, dealing with anything in your life, and yeah, I would suggest it. And even better than reading it, she has a beautiful voice too. So you should actually just listen to the ebook. Wow,
0: I love that you mentioned the ebook too, because a lot of times we don't have the time Mm -hmm. to get to these books like I physically like love reading my books and if you come to my library they're all my books are being up they have little coffee stains Mm -hmm. like (laughs) all the edges are, are bent but like it's something that's really true to who I am. I love holding the books. I like smelling them. But that's not everybody. Some people like the accessibility of, like, popping something into their car or potentially an e-book or auto book. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for bringing that up. That's super important. Yeah. There's you many know, different
1: forms of reading books. Some people are visual. Some people are li- learn better when they hear things. Some yeah. people learn better when they experience things. So that's the beauty of um, just us as humans. Like, we just ingest information in all different ways. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my next book i am so so excited uh to talk about and the book is called inward and right. it's from a amazing amazing writer called young pueblo he's mm-hmm. ecuadorian i just love this guy and about a year and a half ago uh one of my friends told me about his book signing i went it was at the alchemist and I just fell in love with this guy like first of all there's not a lot of latinos that are in this space where yeah. they're talking about spirituality and they're talking about like going in thus the book you know mm-hmm. it's called inward um but it's written in very like poetry style i love it and the words are so deep, mm-hmm. so, so deep. So just with a very, very little words, five or six words, they're so powerful. And yeah, I love his work. And he's been somebody that me and Lena have been following and we support. And
1: yeah, awesome. I yeah. highly recommend this book. I think I love poetry because I'm very, I'm a big fan of less is more. Like, tell me what you want to tell me in less than 30 seconds. And like, I, I appreciate the art that goes behind it. Like, I'm, I write poetry myself and just, you know, I put out a single last year and all that kind of stuff. And I truly feel like us as humans are vessels so use your vessel whether it's your pen or your voice um to articulate your point in a very direct and and heartfelt way and i, I love poetry for that reason so i'll, I'll borrow that one yes you can. <laughs> and you have
0: to give it back because he signed it so um i i'm like i literally guard this book with my life because i just like have so much love for this man and he's actually somebody that introduced me to this uh concept of vipassana which is a silent meditation i think i've told you i'm Mm -hmm. not sure if i told you Mm -hmm. but uh he's somebody that did this uh silent meditation and and this this book was born you know it came from a lot of pain and it came from a space of just uh, wanting more and he went to the silent retreat and it really opened up the floodgates and he was able to write everything out and um it really inspired me too to potentially like look into vipassana and silent meditation i think if i survived yoga training ytt maybe i'll be able to potentially um do a silent retreat
1: but It's something, it's on my to-do list. Yeah, I know. You did claim it at the end of 2018 on one of our podcasts. Yeah, well, he's
0: the person that introduced me to Vipassana. So it's on its way. It's on its way. It's on its way. It's in the vortex. Yeah, a shout out
1: to young Pueblo. (laughs) Um, Who else do I have for you? Um, Again, this one I listened to um, in audio version, in on Audible. But again, it's just like short, sweet, to the point. And it's literally just a book of affirmations. And um, I loved it so much. I even just love the name of the book. It's called A course in miracles so basically it's like you know there are some people in your life that you're like how come everything comes so easy to you and this book basically explains that manifestation and and just kind of puts you in the right mood to be on the right track to actually do it yourself
0: all right so we're gonna go toe for toe yes you got your book of affirmation yes i got mine anybody that follows me at, at tv yogi you guys At least once a day, somebody's like, what's that book that you keep posting? So every morning, (laughs) I have my little routine. I I meditate for 13 minutes, and then I get to this book. This book is called Until Today. It's called Daily Devotions for Spiritual Growth and Peace of Mind. And again, it's by my girl, um, Ayana. Mm -hmm. So every day of the year, 365 uh, excerpts. She has different... um, want to say quotes but like almost like life hacks like Mm -hmm. and she's very straightforward i love that she's like okay stop bullshitting like you need to own your own shit yeah it's fine yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. i really love that it's a one pager it's a really easy read it's a daily devotion and then on the flip side she has stuff that really uplifts you you know Mm -hmm. and and again empowering you and remembering to come back to your truth and yourself and you're awesome and you're amazing and Mm -hmm. you can do this and let's go it's monday Mm -hmm. yeah, daily devotions it's called until today by ayana i love her and she's um she's a bestseller
1: so this is the the book that i post every single day on my stories um speaking of people that hope pro co signed deepak i have his um ultimate Deepak Chopra collection so that's all in one book I guess that counts as one book Um, but yeah same thing it's just affirmation 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 the more you hear these positive thoughts the more they replace the negative ones I truly believe in that like the same way you let go of of thoughts that don't believe uh, that that don't serve you and beliefs that don't serve you you have to fill yourself with new thoughts and new beliefs that do so um, yeah I keep setting myself in the right direction with these affirmations Deepak and then I'll just put one just right while we're talking about affirmations to um, this one's called The Universe Has Your Back, and it's by uh, Gabrielle Bernstein. I love her. And love again, her. if
0: you follow me at TV Yogi, I post all of the cards. Yep. So, uh, Gabriella has a book that's called The Universe Has Your Back, and then she also has a deck. So, mm-hmm. I have the actual physical flashcards. Love it. And I post my daily devotion. I take my cards, and in a very kind of spiritual way, I kind of shuffle the cards and mm-hmm. just like with my hands spread them out. I pick one, and I'm like, okay, this is the card. Mm-hmm. And the card says blank. Mm-hmm. You know Mm -hmm. have an awesome day so Mm -hmm. very straight to the point but um i love that you said you're training the mind Mm -hmm. and this is what um i love to share with all of my students and just like people in general like train the mind train the mind to see stuff in the positive way train the mind with just some good books train the mind with great information Mm -hmm. with daily devotions with being positive with meditation with potential yoga you know train the mind to always start off in a positive lighter way and then it'll really resonate and carry through the rest of your day yeah yeah love it yeah um oh my gosh okay I'm sure everybody and their mother has read this, but it's uh, Milk and Honey by by Rupi. Yes. I love her. Her book is poetry as well, and it has pictures. But, I mean, this girl, it's just straight pain. Mm. Like... I, I, I see them all over Instagram, actually. Yeah, they, they all, all of her stuff goes viral, um, but she speaks about love and she speaks about pain and she speaks about all the stuff that's happened to her and her journey and, and breaking and healing and put her, putting herself together. And, and there's nothing else in this world that brings me more joy than to see just people sharing who they are, what they've been through, and changing lives. Mm-hmm. Because we can't help the shit that's happened to us, we can't help the pain that we've gone through. But if we can put it in a book, yeah. If we could put it in if a podcast, if we can make it pretty, we can, <laughs> yeah. You know, wrap it up and put a bow on it, and but still be real, yeah. you know, Because I think again, like people can read through the BS. Just keeping it real, it, it just it helps people not feel alone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to Rupee Milk and Honey. This is an amazing, powerful book, and um, I'll just let you guys take take your own read and your own opinions on that one because it goes that. deep. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean deep. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: this girl's been through some-ish. Yeah. No, I definitely like the little excerpts I always find, so I'm definitely going to borrow that one as well. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we all have um, things that, you know, there's no such thing as an original. And I must say that this must have had, like, somewhere in my – uh, psyche This must have inspired My whole badass bootcamp camp brand But um, Her name is Jen Sincuro Cing- uh, Cing- 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 I don't want to C- mm-hmm. And um, She has a book at, She has actually two books One's called You're a badass And the second one Which I'm getting into now Is You're a badass Making money So ah! Now that you figured out How badass you are How to get over Your relationship with money And And the The mental blocks That some of us feel Like you know You have to to really understand that you'll never get anything you truly don't feel like you deserve and um and money is just one of those things and it's actually the most tangible version of those things um so she talks about all of that she talks about all, her whole journey which is actually a funny one and um how she overcame it and I, I just love her voice she's just very entertaining but i really learned a lot from her books and she actually has little um affirmation cards and stuff too so she's a cool person I, and i have that book and i yeah, read it I and love I, it. I have uh well i don't have it lena has it there Therefore, I have it, too. Right, it's
0: mine. It's mine. Uh, shout out to Lena. Thank you for the book. Um, but, yeah, she has your badass, and it's an yeah. awesome book. And I love that this balance, even in our books, that you really bring this entrepreneur and this business side and this attention to money because it's really important. A lot of the stress factors that we have deal with money. You know, you want to you wanna hit somebody at the heart, at the core. hmm talk to them about their finance right. talk to them about hit, their the yeah, hit the pockets <laughs> yeah hit the, hit the pockets and you hit low because it, it really is a big stress factor for people so yep. really helping them know that money is currency and currency is energy and all energy can be uh, you know attracted or pulled away is really interesting so yeah. I love that there's books that you know tackle this yes
1: just like the podcast yes. yes we
0: talk about it all girl Right. like I mean if we talked about big bush and then like I know, legit right? like, like vagina bush and then we're talking about books spiritual (laughs) ones so anyways you you get the whole 360 with us right
1: you just Um, never know
0: (laughs) this book that i have here this book is by sylvester mcnutt yep that's his name Mm -hmm. and the book is called this is what real love feels like Mm -hmm. and um i love this guy i started following him on social media uh, same like Rupee, like he had a bunch of little posts that would come out he would also do like these videos along with his uh, poetry which at the time like I would say like two years ago this was really trending where these guys were doing these videos and you know they were doing like these spoken words and he put out this book but what's really beautiful about this book is, is that it came at a really good time. So mm-hmm. the title is, I'm going to say it again, This is What Real Love Feels Like. And at the time where I got this book, it really resonated with where I was at in my life because... um I was feeling what real love feels like in all aspects, you know, especially in my relationship. So it was just so beautiful and so telling. Um, So if anybody's out there that's in a relationship or you know wants a relationship or is coming out of a relationship, I think this book really gives you a nice insight on what it feels like to be loved. And sometimes it's not what we think, right? You know, it's really interesting because you think like I need somebody that's gonna go-goo gaga over me and open the. doors and LO cool J like but you know throw the jacket on the floor over a, pu- a puddle and like yes those are good things but love is so complicated and it's so much more and it's really about having a partner mm-hmm having a partner that meets you halfway and helps you. A real you. partner. A real partner. And yeah. when I say partner, I'm not just saying like, oh, like my other half. I'm talking about like a best friend almost, mm-hmm. you know? Who is the person that's encouraging you? Who is the person that's not pointing out your flaws and really helping you get to where your goal is? Who is the person who knows your goals? Is This is crazy, but sometimes our partners don't know us. Mm-hmm. Just because they know our bodies doesn't mean that they know what moves us, what makes us cry, what motivates us what are our goals like it's silly that sometimes we share so much of our physical self with somebody and not the inner Mm -hmm. and and that's the that's the part that is beautiful when it comes to connection that is the connection that i feel in relationships is unbreakable Mm -hmm. when you have that partnership when you have that bond when you have that ride or die like they say yeah that's that's a powerful bond
1: yeah No, it is. And I love that you said that this book came at the right time because I said this in another podcast before, but I truly have this very interesting habit where I don't know where I decided this in my life, but I don't actually go out and intentionally say like, hey, I'm going to go buy this book or I'm going to go, um, you know, like I I need to find something to read. Like I always just come across amazing, amazing literature and a fun fact, so much so that I ended up um, helping produce a podcast for iHeartRadio besides this one. Um, called The Public Library Podcast with Helen Little. So she's always suggesting amazing books to me. And I'm always amaz- meeting amazing authors through that, that project. And um, another one that I actually um, came across that I love the story is very entertaining. Um, was by this lady, Georgia Clark. I ended up actually speaking at one of her events and everything. Um, And she's just such a phenomenal woman. She came from Australia. And um, she's published several books. But this one is called Bucket List. And basically, this one is a story about a girl who ends up getting... And I don't read a lot of fiction, but this one was actually a very good one. Um, a lot of lessons to be learned and a lot of just feels and moods. Um, and it just really takes her through her actual emotional um, journey and how it affected what she did on her day-to-day. And basically, The Bucket List is about a girl who gets diagnosed with breast cancer. And like so she has to... like Basically, her reaction to that Not wasn't really like, let me feel bad for myself, let me do this, let me do that. But it was like... I need to do as much as I can do with my boobs as possible in my life before I lose them. And like, so she made this whole list and she goes on this amazing journey. And you know, she's experimenting with her sexuality and and just all different cultures and like nude beaches and, and SNM and, and all this stuff, like all this stuff. And I just really loved it because it tapped into my like adventurous side and it just made me want to just like create a bucket list, of bucket list of my own. Like, you know, you don't have to be um going through something negative to to take up a good habit and that one was a really good one that i like to pick up and yeah again the lady georgia clark she's amazing she's phenomenal and she embodies i don't think the story's about her but it definitely embodies in her personality so that was one
0: i love that and i think i I love all these books are so different just like us like it's like spirituality daily devotion how to make money be a badass right how to be confident yeah but it's all that stuff yeah it is all that stuff because there isn't one certain lane there isn't one certain thing there isn't one certain book that Mm -hmm. has it all it's just a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about even our friendship just like continuously just feeding and throwing things out that are tools that work for us that could potentially work for other people Mm because it's a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. it's not just the one thing yep one other book that i have um is i mentioned it in another podcast uh, and it's called "Daring Greatly" by Brené Brown. Yes. And the one thing I want to say about this book, before we get into the book, she has the most watched TED Talk, mm. and she was a regular person that decided to do this TED Talk on research. And she has a PhD in uh, she has a PhD in uh, human behavior and psychology. So she was really interested in people who um are courageous and people who are brave so she did this whole study for many years and as she did this whole study and she was doing this ted talk giving people the research she said this one thing that completely changed her entire life and was the inspiration of this book and why the video went viral and she said this very one authentic thing and as she was there on the stage she said i found this research and in the middle of this research I, you know, I'm a psychologist and I realized that I had a lot of issues and I have a lot of problems. And that, that just her saying that and taking It's relatable. Yeah, because she became relatable, she became famous. Mm -hmm. And it is today the most watched TED Talk because she was a psychologist that hid behind like the perfect thing to say and had the perfect data and had all the research to give us all the findings and to potentially have us. She hid behind the facts. She hid behind the facts and when she stood up on the stage, and she revealed and uncovered and unlifted and said, oh gosh, I'm not perfect. Right. It literally went viral. So this book is called Daring Greatly because it's exactly that. And there's a quote that she has from Theodore Roosevelt. And, and just to wrap this whole thing up, the quote, I'm not going to say it exactly because I'm not going to quote it right. But the concept of, this, of, of the quote is... You cannot judge when you're not in the arena. Mm. Meaning, when you're in the arena Mm -hmm. and you're given that good fight and you have the blood, then you're speaking from experience. You're speaking from experience, but the spectators who are watching, they can't comment on you because right. you're you're not in the arena. Right. So this is what the book is called. It's called daring greatly. Mm. Get in the arena. Get dirty. Fight mm-hmm. that fight. Whatever it is that you want, because I love it. Yeah, when you're in the arena, you have all the bragging rights. Right. You know, when you're a spectator, you're just that. You're just spectating. And right. you know what? Spectators are are social media people who are pointing the fingers. Right. or our family. or our, People who don't support us. Like, right.
1: you know what? As but I'm true. out here doing it. Right. Yeah.
0: So just to give you perspective, who cares? Right. If you're not in the arena, you don't count. Your mm-hmm. opinion doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Get in the arena,
1: get into the fight, and then talk to me. Mm-hmm. All right, goodbye. Yeah, bye.
0: <laughs> bye. Bye, um,
1: bye Felicia. Um, no, so true. And I think I le- really liked what you said, too, because... Something about that is very humanizing. Um, This book is something kind of like that, but from the outside perspective. And um, so another great man that we all quote all the time is Nelson Mandela. I love him. And so I had the pleasure of meeting his um, grandson last year. We actually became pretty good friends. And um, his name is Nadaba. He published a book called... um, What was it called again? um going to the mountain and it's basically life lessons from my grandfather so um it, he he kind of really was just like you know, you guys know this guy as this, like, magical, like, really noble, like, person, this icon, but I lived with him, like, you know what I mean? Like, and there's lessons to be learned from that, like, and I really like that perspective because, you know, we all look up to these people, like, we mentioned Oprah and um, Michelle Obama and all these people, all these people, Deepak, Ayama, everyone, and, yeah, like, you know, they they speak, but they've also been through their own they've fair been, share of it. They've it-ish. been in the arena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I really really love that perspective. Like it's it's more it's it's it holds way more true. You know, the things that they say Kind of holds a lot more value. Oh, and, absolutely! And it also just goes to show, like nobody's perfect. So, like you know what I mean. So when you take this advice, like take it with a grain of salt. And guess what? Like you're just fine because they had a moment when they felt just like you. you know? and they still do. Yeah. And
0: and uh, and I love that you said that. Like humanizing celebrities and humanizing book authors. Like first of all, the reason why they wrote this is because they've probably been through it. Right. So they've been through it, and then they share the information. And I love that even just to go back to Young Pueblo. I remember when I was. Uh, sitting in his workshop and he said that he went to Vipassana and he started writing this book and the reason why he wrote the book is because he felt like, man everybody should know this information Mm -hmm. like, if I knew this information like, and it changed me, like, imagine other people knowing this information so when people go through so much stuff and they want to share so authentically that's what makes it humbling, that's what makes it like, so truthful and honest and resonating and hard hitting it's not the perfect, because Nobody is. Mm-hmm. And and that's an unrealistic uh, measure. Mm-hmm. Like this is why I hate Barbies. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, They're just like not realistic. You right. know, like this is not real life. This right. is make believe. Like, I love authors that really bring that authenticity to the table and really remind us that we all make mistakes yeah. and we're all human. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
1: Do you have any more? No. I think we did pretty good. That was a lot of books. Like, if you guys read all these books, we'll see you at the end of the year and you'll be a whole lot wiser. I so. know. We're going to come back like, hello, so Melissa, we've read all the books. What's the right. Now, <laughs> Now what? <laughs> now what? And I'm going to a silent meditation vipassana. All right. Um, okay. So, what's one book that you're about to read? Like, what are you about to get into?
0: Ah, uh, this is great. i um, actually ending with Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got her other book called nice. Rising Strong. Yes. Uh, how the ability to reset transforms the way we live, love, it, love, love, it, love parent, it. and lead. So, yeah, I love that she really encompassed everything because I think once you watch the the TED Talk and, and you read her book, she starts unraveling her parent skills. mm mm-hmm. And she starts realizing that like the way we talk to our children is, is so important. And I would just say like one thing, even though I don't have kids, this is something that I noticed. and something that she talks about is that we talk to kids as if they're not there. Mm-hmm. We talk to kids and we don't acknowledge that they are human. And mm-hmm. you can talk to the kid and the kid will know you don't need to refer to the parent. Right. Hey, can you tell Susie? No, like she's right see, here. So, like, you know what I mean? But again, this is where all self-worth and self-esteem stem from. Yeah. The to not be seen yeah you know and why kids i was a that's where it's child rooted from yeah that's where it's rooted from is yeah. just not being able to be seen so if you ever get a chance check it out this is the book that i'm currently reading hopefully mm-hmm. i get through a lot of it on my plane ride yes. tomorrow i'll be
1: in india so i'm super super excited and yeah love that's that. what i got <laughs> okay so one book that i'm about to get into and again It just fell on my lap. It's a bestseller. Literally, the other day, I was at my cousin's hotel, Arlo Hotel. Shout out to them. They're always treating me right, um, right there on Canal Street. And um, I looked to the side. Literally, I was having dinner. I looked to the side, and the empty seat at the table had this one book on it, and um, it's called Americana. And basically, it's a book about um, an African-American woman who comes to America and has to really figure out how to uh, relate and adapt to African-American culture. So African and African-American is a big difference, and I feel like this is just one of many cultures that were like, so confused and have... I mean, not everybody, and I don't speak for everybody, and I definitely don't speak for myself because I'm very strong in what my um, roots and ethnicity is, but identity crisis. Like, you know, we live in a melting pot, so um, I always feel like you can't go to your future if you don't know where you've, you came from and that's kind of I feel like what this book embodies or I hope it embodies because I'm about to read it and um, yeah it was a bestseller and I can't wait and I'm so happy that it just Pulled up
0: right next to me. That's so exciting. (laughs) Okay, we always, I I love that every time we do a podcast, we always have an idea for another one, because I'm like, wait, we should do
1: one on identity.
0: On identity, and just like ethnicity, because I remember very briefly, you know, growing up in high school, like, I grew up in a melting pot, all nationalities, but I remember learning two languages at the same time. My Mm -hmm. parents were immigrants, my dad was from Cuba, he was Mm -hmm. a political refugee, my mom was from Ecuador, and they spoke Spanish. Mm -hmm. So my first language for Mm -hmm. the first three or four years was spanish and um when i went to you know school i learned english and i remember that there was always like this tug and pull of mm-hmm. like being american but also like acknowledging my parents and saying i'm hispanic mm-hmm. and then like can i be both mm-hmm. or am i like a, an american latino and like all these things come up and now there's like uh, generation x and like there's yeah. like, all these terms and it's just like i wish it was it
1: was simpler but like there's levels to it, right? There's levels right, to it. Right. So, I, we should definitely get into this. No, it definitely gets deep. It definitely, definitely gets deep. And it's so funny that you, um, what's it called? English wasn't your first language. No, because it wasn't mine either. I learned um, Arabic and French before I learned um, English. And then when I got to school, I, I learned English and forgot both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can speak both, but like, it takes, you know, it's like, See, you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. So, here's
0: the thing when you have a Hispanic parent, <laughs> right. like, they will beat you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, that, that my, I would talk to my my mom in English, and she's like, no, 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 no. My cat like, can't hear you. Yeah, we're, we're not doing this in this house. You need to talk to me in Spanish. That's so that funny. Is, is so funny, but I'm very thankful for that, yeah. because I, I love that I know both languages, and um, you can't talk about me behind my back,
1: because I know what you're saying. Okay! <laughs> so that about wraps up our book recommendations. Hopefully you guys liked it. Um, let us know if you check out any of these. Make sure you comment, uh, like, and t- hit us up. Email us with any topics and stuff. It's the new year it's a new me it's a new list of books and a new list of things to watch and listen to and a new list of things for us to talk about so um i'm Hala marak and that's melissa you can follow her at tv yogi you can follow me at Hala marak and at the badass bootcamp. camp and make sure you follow the hashtag divine chaos and hey turn your notifications on because that's a big thing with social media right now so go ahead and do that and um yeah it's a wrap we'll see you guys next week namaste bye